0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: When he got out of Minnesota to mm-hmm. think that he would be able to, you know, do something in San Francisco and then with the injuries there, uh, he's a talented player. But, uh, you know, I think they brought, you know, they brought in Ronald Jones. And I think that bringing in Ronald Jones and drafting Pacheco behind behind Alaird. Doesn't bode well for their confidence in him. They seem determined to try and make him work. But I think, again, as I've said before, at this point, I think we've seen and we know what Clyde Edwards-Alaire is in the NFL. Uh, Now, Ronald Jones is only 23. He's a young guy. Uh, He's got some skill, too. He was kind of trapped behind Leonard Fournette uh, down there in in Tampa Bay and uh, and wasn't really given much of a, uh, you know, doesn't seem to me that he was given much of a chance to, to shine down there. Um, there's been a lot of hype around Isaiah Pacheco lately, and when you're taken, when you go as late as Isaiah Pacheco does in the draft, um, it's always an uphill climb to make any any hay in the NFL. Uh, but he has had a lot of hype lately. I'm not so sure because of the existence of Ilaire, Edwards Alaire Jones, and like Dale said, Jarek McKinnon in front of him. I don't know that we're going to see a whole lot out of Isaiah Pacheco this season. Uh, again, he's somebody that, yes, I'm jumping on and taking a flyer on late in a, in a rookie draft in dynasty, because I think he, you know, they have hyped him up. There is something there. There's something to work with, but Jones being so young, they're not ready. It looks like, unfortunately, they're not ready to give up on Edwards Lair yet. And with McKinnon in the mix, there's just too many mouths to feed in that backfield with too much talent to get too much out of Isaiah Pacheco this year. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. All right. So we got these TSS fantasy guys. Should we take a chance?
1: All right. If they, if they're around, let's, uh, let's hear what they got to say.
3: Hey, look at you guys. Welcome. Thank you guys so much for having us on. We are live from the fantasy football expo. Lots of fun, to say the least. Thanks for having us on.
1: What you can't see from the TSS guys is that they've all got ice wrapped around everything from the waist down after yesterday's flag football tournament. Not
3: me. Listen, yep. I play <laughs> <laughs> That's never mind. That's because he didn't do anything. But I, I we, ran around. I literally played four plays and feel like I've run a marathon. So, how I am, say the least.
2: So, so what about what about Nick back there? He looks kind of, kind of off, off his game. How how do he do? We've been off my game. <laughs> First
1: of all, we got Nick's you. just been, he's been partaking in the late night in the then the night activity. Is that right? what happened, yeah. Nick?
2: Well, first of all, I was the only one not after the game because I, I played all, I played entire eight
3: plays and not, oh, my ankle, my shoulder, my neck, my back, my knee my knees. That's because you gave about like 5% of his effort. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I gave 5% on the
1: That's first play, 5% ass- on the second, 5
3: on the third. There and you ass- go. Ask Nick his contributions uh, to the game, actually, which was pretty much just a penalty at the end of the game. No, no. See, fans. see, yes, oh because the guy slipped and fell. He, belly said, belly and he up, admitted uh... I slipped and fell, and I got a penalty. It might have been. A-
1: <laughs> 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 what was what was the penalty?
2: Pi. Oh yeah, pass <laughs> yeah,
1: pass interference. Well, Should hey, be on the bench. If you don't get a pass interference call once in a while, you're not trying though. That's right. I'm going to prove it. He
3: made, he made a concerted <laughs> effort to say
1: so, the so. so, Justin,
2: how, how how's it going over there for Justin?
3: Oh, it's going great. Me and Kamesh almost hooked up with a each
1: touchdown other. pass. With each other.
3: No. <laughs> that
1: was the after <laughs>
3: party.
1: After but the after, after party, yeah.
3: It, it stays in Canton.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh, not enough drinks in Canton <laughs> to make that happen. <laughs>
1: Now what? Now, yeah, yeah. Now, so now, what else have you guys been doing down there? I I missed out this year. I had other plans. I had to take care of this weekend, but uh, I'll be there next year with you. But what are you? Uh, what are you seeing down there? You know, how did how did yesterday go? Did you guys do any drafting or anything like that, or how the how the rest of the things go for the rest of the belly up crew?
3: Yeah, they went great. Um, we got Dan here. He I'm gonna he's standing on the side here. Maybe he can talk a little bit more about the draft part of it. Um, we sure. while the. Was going on. <laughs> While the draft was going on, we yeah, he went to the Hall got of Fame. We went to the Hall of Fame. So let's get Dan in. He's going to bring you up to the date on the drafting part, and then we'll tell you about the Hall of Fame. What's
1: going on? Yeah, so,
3: I'm sorry. What was the question? How are you doing, there? Dan? Good. How are you?
1: We're doing God, good, Dan. We're doing good. No, We're wondering, like, yeah, how, how's things going down there for the Belly Up crew? Did anybody, Who did some drafting yesterday in, in, in the various competitions that are drafting down there, and how'd that go?
4: So, last night, it was, or yesterday afternoon, actually, at 12 o'clock, we did the uh, Draft Night Out special, and they were doing, um, I think it was wanted to be about 10 leagues of 12-man PPR, super flex leagues. Some of the other fantasy experts all around the country were there doing that. That was me, Chris, and uh, Adam were all there drafting on that one. Me and Chris were all up in the same league. Adam was in a different league, but yeah, it's been going great, man. We've met a lot of people, uh, especially from, like, XM, like Howard Bender, yep. Urgins, and... And we've we been meeting people left and right. Marcus Grant has been a great guy so far. Um, ran into Fabiano very briefly, uh, but he's a busy man. He's got a, he's got a, he was in the yeah Kings. no
1: yeah he's nationwide. He's yeah he's got to yeah. rub elbows with everybody. He was in the, yeah,
4: King's Classic over there. We we stopped in on that and met some of those guys So, it, It's been it's been going really well. The expo's going on. It's a big hit right now. We're we got a lot of giveaways so far. That we've already given out so everything things going real smooth. Uh,
1: Excellent. Excellent. I, yeah, I'm looking forward to being there next year. I, it looks like it's been a good time. I'm, I'm happy that, you know, I'm happy that you guys got to go and be there. Um, today, now today's the, the, the expo and the forum, are, are there forums going on today too, or was that yesterday? A bunch
4: of panel discussions going on. There's a couple yep. going on right now. I believe uh, dynasty and the injury panels are going on at this moment from 3 to 4 the redraft panel I'll be on that one with uh, Dwayne McFarlane stepmom Lauren Lawrence Jackson those oh, guys Oh awesome
1: yep we'll
4: be taking questions for redraft strategies and who we
1: like who we don't like and stuff like that Excellent yeah no that, and that there's some good people on that panel yeah a lot of good twitter follows on that too That's
2: so. right so so Dan, we're talking about the AFC West on give this show them. right here so give us give us some good some good guidance AFC West player who is at the top of your list of Let's say, don't draft.
4: Oh, yeah. Don't draft? I would don't say draft. No pressure. No pressure. i the AFC West that I am not drafting would be Hunter Renfro. I, I don't think the target distribution is going to be there. AFC West. That's what
1: he said. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunter, Hunter Renfro. Right. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah. Las I, Vegas. I, I, was he was I was thinking he was wrong. He was say you're wrong. <laughs> 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 I
3: thought he said Hunter Henry for a second. I was like. Inqui- How does that, that feel when you do that, Justin? Just inquiry minds, <laughs> London. Might be a little too
1: early for Coop yet. <laughs> <laughs> but
4: that would be the guy that I'm avoiding right now. His current ADP, I believe, is at wide receiver 31. I have him at wide receiver 46 at the moment. Uh, his touch- He had nine touchdowns last year. That's- he's not going to have the same touchdown right again this year with the addition of Devontae Adams. And maybe a healthier Darren Waller. We'll see if he's able to get back to the practice field soon.
1: That's All right, one, so what that's about one a thing player... that you and I have disagreed on. We've disagreed yep. on that so yeah, we're disagreeing. I have, I have him I'm disagreeing
2: on. with you as well if that one, Dan. But uh, what about a player that's flying below the radar, AFC West?
3: Flying
4: below the radar in the AFC West. Um, I would say there's not enough people on Skymore.
2: Uh, we we were just talking about him, so go ahead, Dan.
4: Nice. Yes, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know how the Chiefs receivers, somebody's going to have to step up. Uh, Schuster will get the crack first, there's no doubt about that. But if he is still as inexplosive as he has been with the Steelers, it's not just the Roethlisberger thing. It's been Schuster himself having how trouble getting separation so the last couple of years. If that continues to happen, I think it won't be long before Sky Moore, who I think is the more talented route runner and more explosive at this point in his career, takes over that slot position, becomes... Maybe more of the safety blanket as far as receivers go for Mahomes.
1: I'm not right. disagreeing with you on that. On that in nope. terms of we were just in terms talking of dynasty about him, yeah.
2: especially but in dynasty as this show is. Sky yeah, my, Moore has a lot of value. My
1: big thing about this season for Sky Moore, though, is it, it's it's difficult for a receiver to come in necessarily right away and and be that. I mean, there's very few Ch- uh, Jamar Chases and and Justin Jeffersons who step in and and explode right away. And I, I, don't, I don't think you're saying he's going to be that level either. But uh, I just think there's a, there's enough veteran talent in front of him right now that I think for this year, he's going to have to take a step back and learn. But uh, I, I can't disagree with you on his talent. I think that talent-wise, he's got a ton of it. And in a dynasty format, like I said, I'm jumping all over him to be able to take him later on.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And look, the thing is, though, with veteran talent, other than Schuster, I don't know how much veteran talent there really is. I mean, MBS has shown he's a one-trick pony. Mecole Hardman has had opportunities, has not been able to take advantage of them. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm just, I think by war of attrition, it might not be till week 10 war of attrition. Though I think it will be sky Moore at some point.
1: Yeah. I th- yeah. Late season, later season value. I agree with that. I think, yeah. yeah, he could work his way in there by the end of the season. They may, yeah, they may realize what they, what they have or don't have in those other guys. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. That's a good call.
4: But I'm going to head down to the expo. I'm going to be back. All right. Here. Got more giveaways to give you guys. All right.
1: So That's we're easy. about to do
2: a commercial with you, Dan. So you might want no, oh, to no, listen Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So this commercial is coming to you from True Classic. Here we go.
4: Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at TrueClassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs. But most of us are packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learned how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at TrueClassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you.
1: Dude, that's right. no so. joke either. Yeah, that's that is no joke either i'll tell you what it's not a secret that i don't have the same body i had 22 years ago as a college football <laughs> let's
2: not pair. get started with that so. but
1: yeah those true classic tees the way they fit around the top the way they fit on the shoulders if you look at their model there in that in that uh, commercial most t-shirts that are built for bigger guys like that they flare out here on the sleeves they make your outline look ridiculous but the true classic tees—the way that they fit up top, the way that they—they they kind of mask the dad bod a bit. Uh, I really—I've loved them since I've got them. I,
3: so I've Chase, absolutely been are, in love with mine. Chase, are you trying to tell everyone you have man titties?
1: Oh uh, no, 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 no! No, come on, Alex, let's, not let's at all. Be nice. But there's let's definitely be nice something going everybody. on. About, all right, there's definitely something <laughs> going on underneath it. Unfortunately, so yeah. I,
2: I know Nick's not saying anything about that. All right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chase, 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 Chase! We don't need to see your tool shed, okay? That
1: way. Okay.
2: All right. We're we're we're, we're off. We're off topic. <laughs> All right. So bring it around.
1: Bring it around. Yeah, road. we're bringing
2: it back around. So Dale, you heard what Dan had to say about Hunter Renfro. I think he's a hundred percent
0: wrong. What do you say? Uh, it's gonna be it. it there's. They've got a lot of weapons. It's we're gonna have to. You're gonna have to figure that out in terms of you know they they've got of course Adams now and and uh, and they have Keelan Cole as well and Demarcus their former chief Demarcus Robinson, um, yeah they they've they've got a lot of guys. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see you know how how uh, the ball is spread around there.
2: Because you gotta figure that Devontae Adams is gonna have he's gonna need double coverage. Absolutely. Okay, so. Hunter Renfro, that means he gets single coverage. And so I like what he did last year a lot. And I think he's going to thrive in that offense. What do you think, Chase?
1: Oh, I I completely agree. Now he's not going to see 128 targets again like he did last year. Not with with a healthy Waller and not with Devontae Adams around. But he caught 80% of the balls thrown at him last year. He is a very efficient, a very good wide receiver. And like you said, if, if he's got somebody now who can draw double coverage which he did not have for most of last year, he's going to see one-on one quite a bit now i agree with adam's point or with Dan's point about uh you know touchdown regression i don't know if he sees nine touchdowns this year, but he is still going to be a very efficient and very he's not going to be the wide receiver 11. nobody's expecting that nobody's expecting that again out of him like he was last year but he is for the targets that he sees, he's going to be very efficient and he is going to pick up a lot of points. Okay,
2: so <laughs> I'm glad you
1: guys are having fun come, down there.
2: Yeah. They're, 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 there's, there's some something really going on down over there. So, so because Renfro, they've got him at right with wide receiver number 37. And if he goes in that range, I think there's a lot of value to be had there. And, uh, Devontae Adams is at number five. We all know if you want Devontae Adams, you're gonna you're gonna spend a first round draft pick to get him. And he's worth every penny. And especially because Derek Carr, okay. So Derek Carr, he's the lowest ranked quarterback in the AFC West. Okay, and that comes in at number 16. Mm-hmm. So that just tells you what kind of quarterbacks they've got in this division. And so I think number 16 might be low for him, especially he's throwing to his good buddy, Devontae, and everything else. They're going to have 100% chemistry and everything else. And so, Dale, number 16, car, low, high, how about uh, the right?
0: I think it's about right. Um, you know, they, they, have a, they have a lot of weapons now. He, and you got to remember, uh, Josh Jacobs caught a career high fifty-four uh, catches last year, and so that, that's a lot of miles to feed. Uh, but I think the main thing with with Carr is that offensive line has to improve. They have to be better.
2: Yeah, uh, I got that here. He year. was
0: sacked forty times a year ago. That's yeah. not going to cut it, right? And I, they have all these weapons, but it's it, you know, <laughs> if they if, if they're if they're not better up front, uh, it's going to be still going to be
1: tough. That's a great point. They were the number 28 ranked offensive line last year by PFF, and they did not do a ton to improve it. Um, the Alex Leatherwood pick was a question mark when they did it. And it was a question mark all year as they tried to find a spot for him. And it's still a question mark as they are still trying to find a spot for him. And where is he going to shake out in the in, in the grand scheme of things for them? Is he going to be a guard? Is he going to be a tackle? Um, yeah, they need to improve their offensive line play. That that's that's not a secret at all. I think fifteen. I have I have cart fifteen, so I don't think sixteen is is off too much at all. Uh, the chart that I look at for ADP, he's at fifteen right now, so at least dead on with where I've got him. Um, I think that's pretty pretty much pretty accurate right now. Let's keep in mind he had last year's wide receiver number eleven right in Hunter okay. Renfro, so it's not like he didn't have anybody to throw to. He'll have a healthy Darren Waller this year. He'll have his, his college teammate, Devontae Adams, and Devontae Adams is a massive upgrade to literally any wide receiver core in this league. Uh, as a Packer fan, having watched Devontae over the last you know, several years, uh, I was not high on him early because of the drop problems that he had. But once he solved those hand problems, once he solved the problem with, with his hands and, and actually started catching all the balls that were thrown to him, you can't beat him for a route runner. You can't beat him for getting separation. He's big enough, strong enough, tall enough to to win the contested catches. Um, I just I think that he's going to be really good. He's still going to be really good down there. I'm not downgrading Devontae Adams because he lost Aaron Rodgers, um, but I you know I think car cart fifteen for right now until I see more. That's about that's about right for him.
2: That, that brings up a good point, Chase, because these preseason games can we all agree don't amount to jack squat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Fun for seeing some of the
3: rookies. Anything, maybe.
2: you know, you get to see him throwing around a football or whatever, but you're not gonna see Derek Carr throwing to Devontae Adams no. in the in, in the preseason. No. So
1: and you're not gonna get to games, see them running with Darren Waller taking coverage underneath and with Hunter Renfro. Yeah, you don't get to see So all that. Right.
2: The only thing that we need to come out of these preseason games is nobody's hurt. Right. Yeah. Right. As the New York Jets can attest, because Zach Wilson was hurt, very they got they hurt. got the
1: absolute best absolute they could best get on news
2: because that, that's great news for me because i, I and, and this goes right back to what we've been talking about, Chase. Why in the world are you doing drafts? Okay, <laughs>
1: if you you're doing you a redraft, yeah, yeah, before, you know, yeah.
2: We know belly ups into the to the uh, to the charity ball, you know, and all that stuff, which I got involved in. And all of a sudden, now I'm sucked into a draft, right? And so, as my third quarterback, I took Zach Wilson. Third, all you're
1: right? okay. You're okay.
2: Yeah, third. third you know, He'll be okay. Free. So, you know, I was thinking, okay, because first I was like, well, he's out. He's out. He's done. But I think everybody. But this knows. is just an example of what I'm talking about right here. Don't do our just like you and I, Dale. We do the draft the Sunday before Labor Day. If somebody gets hurt after that, well, you know, what you
1: know,
0: that's just the way it works. Yeah, but.
1: My home my home league drafts on Labor Day, Monday. <laughs> we do it okay. as late as we can. Yep. That's right. That's so
0: that's the way to do it. So
1: everybody that's out
2: there that's doing drafts, please cease.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> so now with the Raiders. Now we've talked, we've brought his name up, but we haven't really dove into him. Now, what do we think of Darren Waller? Where do we where do you guys have him? What do you see from him it's, this
2: year? It's It's. I've got him. Well, I don't have him, but he's listed. His ADP is number five at tight end.
1: That's where I've got.
2: I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah. I'm not doing that. Dale, what do you think? there, and yeah, no, it's a little high for me. Yeah. Yeah. I've got when you're talking about a
2: tight end, you know, you just throw them out on the table. Whichever one comes out on top,
1: (laughs) roll the dice (laughs) and pick one up. Yahtzee. Yeah.
2: Right. You know, unless you're talking about somebody like Mark Andrews, you know, guy like that.
1: No, I, but, I uh, like him, but he, I like him, but I don't have... I have him at seven, which you can argue if seven versus five is all that much or not, but... Because there's just, always
2: a guy like like Schultz from the Cowboys that comes out of the weeds.
1: Fire move, <laughs> yeah. It, somebody it, will it, bubble it, up and that we it, don't it, expect. And
2: so you need to find that guy.
1: Yeah.
2: Right? I'm not taking... Yeah, if, if Waller, you don't have one of those
1: it, top three guys, if you don't have one of the, yeah, if you, you don't have, have the Kelsey or the wait, Andrews, yeah.
2: Wait, you know, wait till somebody comes around, maybe three move for, or somebody like that. And uh, so, yeah, so I am absolutely out of Darren Waller at number five, tight in.
1: And I'm, I'm, not I'm not necessarily all out on him. If he falls to me at the right price, I will take him and be happy with it. Um, I think his backup, Foster Moreau, is somebody who doesn't probably get as much talk as he probably should in fantasy circles. He's a good performer. He's a good performer when Waller's out. If Waller gets injured again and if he's out, uh, they've they've got a strong they've got a strong tight end core. I, I think Derek Derek Carr should be happy with who he gets to throw to there. Um, between his, between his top level starter, because Darren Waller, when he's healthy is a top level starter and he's a, he's a, he's a well, just, I'm not arguing that
2: he's a top level starter, but I just, I'm not sure five, that I'm not doing that at number five.
1: I agree with you at number five. He's a little too rich for my blood. If okay, he falls so, at the right price, I'm happy with him though.
2: So let's see any, uh. Anything jump, else about as far the Raiders?
1: Their, yeah, let's talk about their their running backs that you were so excited to talk about. Let's okay, talk about Josh so, Jacobs. Yeah, so a lot
2: of people are out on Josh Jacobs. And and I'm not understanding that. Dale, where do you come out on Josh Jacobs?
0: Well, like I said, he had 54 receptions a career high last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of telling though that they brought in Brandon Bolden. So it it uh, you know um, I'm not getting too excited about Brandon.
1: Well, but no, but his point though is, yeah, Bolden has history with McDaniels. McDaniels has been his offensive coordinator for the last 38 and a half years in, in New England and Bolden. That's about all he does is catch passes. So if he pulls, if he pulls some targets from those other guys, because that's supposed to be Kenyon Drake's role too, in this offense, And he's another guy that is going in fantasy drafts. He's a top 60 ish type. Uh, yeah, he's I, a draftable got, I got player.
2: him at number 61.
1: I have him at six. I have him at 58 ranked overall. Okay, so Right
0: around in there. Yeah. So, but
1: if he gets, but if he gets any of his targets pulled.
0: Yeah. And my he point is not,
1: is, he's not going to have that kind of value. If, if they, also
2: are six, they got the yeah. white at number 74 right. Sam, it's, and it's, Samir it's, white
1: it's, is somebody who's going to as well. That's mm-hmm. the problem with the, with the, with the Las Vegas Raiders backfield right now mm-hmm. is that, Bolden, Bolden might pull enough targets away from everybody right. to not be fantasy relevant that way in terms of his I, own volume, I, but exactly. to hurt everybody else. And Zamir exactly. White,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah Zamir White could pull enough carries from everybody. Drake's strength is not his carries; it's his right. it's his receptions. So Drake is hoping that Brandon Bolden doesn't th- doesn't pull any any targets right. that way.
0: So Josh Jacobs think, at number eighteen, i I, I think. I think that you have to approach this backfield the way you have the Patriots backfield.
1: I've <laughs> yeah, got I, the Patriots I, offensive coordinator. I think you're right. But
2: the Patriots never had anybody like Josh Jacobs in their back. That would be my counter argument to that.
1: They never had anybody that they used like they should have. Right. Like Josh Jacobs. Right. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. I guess. Know, he,
2: yeah. Just, that's, that, that, that's a good point.
0: I'm thinking this is going to be a platoon. you very much like
2: the so, so committee. And as we all yeah. know, committees in fantasy. Hands
1: off! I think I think Josh Jacobs has the talent to be a three-down back. I really do. I think he has the talent to be a good three-down back. But they don't have a great offensive line, like we said. And now they've got a bunch of other guys in that backfield mix, and they've got an offensive coordinator or offensive leader, I should say, mm-hmm. in uh, in McDaniel's, who has a history of the running back by committee. is Cri- Cri- he's he's one of the worst offenders of it.
0: Exactly.
1: Uh, I like Josh Jacobs. I have him at 15 because I think his talent and I think that the way they should use him dictates those kinds of numbers and dictates that, that kind of ranking. Um, he, they did not renew his contract. They don't have to worry about having him down the line. They have That's no reason. They have no reason. The not, year. Exactly. They and have so, no reason not and, to. And dynasty
2: him. Josh Jacobs may not have a lot of value. After this year, right.
1: I agree. Right. But for this year, I'm okay with it. If I get him as my RB two, I want to make sure I have a strong RB three. But uh, he could he could work out very well as an RB two for you this year. I'm not shying away from him in a draft. Yeah, uh, if he falls to me at that price,
0: and I think it's telling that they they declined his 50 year option as well.
1: I, I think I think it's telling in terms of what they want to maybe do down the road in the future with with especially right. with their new with their new coach McDaniels um, drafting Zamir white. I think, yeah, the writing's on the wall for Josh Jacobs in terms of his tenure in Las Vegas. However, I, I think that they don't have any reason not to just pound the hell out of him this year. I
2: think, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to pound him yeah. and, and yeah. until maybe, you know, Man. you know, the wheels fall off.
1: He maybe doesn't get 54 catches again. Like I said, I think, I think your point about Brandon boldness as as office as, as Kevin may have found it to begin with. I think your point there is, like I said, I don't think that Brandon Bolden is going to be anything fantasy relevant in terms of in and of himself. Mm-hmm. I think where his fantasy relevance comes in is he may pull enough targets away from Kenyon Drake to make Kenyon Drake unusable and yeah, from, Drake from Josh Jacobs is, to pull is, his numbers is, is tenuous
2: down. Tenuous at best, tenuous for Kenyon Drake.
1: This looks, this looks like a Josh Jacobs first and second down. Everyone else third down type backfield, which hurts everyone's value.
2: Yeah. All right. So let's switch over to, uh, and I'm still going to refer to them, and I don't care, the San Diego Charger. All right. (laughs) They are the San Diego Chargers. They can play wherever. Get off my lawn. Get off my (laughs) lawn. So the Chargers, they were, like I was saying, they were one overtime away from going to the playoffs. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of people expect them to do that this year, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people have expected them to do that multiple years and they have not done so. So I'm not riding fully into the San Diego, to the, you know, to the chargers, to the, to the promised land just yet. However, Justin Herbert is the number two quarterback in fantasy. Anybody disagree?
1: Oh no. No,
2: <laughs> no, that doesn't matter what format you're playing. It doesn't matter how many teams are in your league. It doesn't matter. PPR standard, whatever else, Justin Herbert is number two. Okay. We all agree on that.
1: Well, yeah, that, yeah, that, so, that dude's got what, some
2: ability. 5,000
0: yards speaks for itself.
2: Yeah. 5,000 <laughs> yards. Right. And he also had 302 yards runs, rushing. I was surprised well. That's the at thing. that mm-hmm. when I was looking at He's that. an athletic
1: so. player. He's not he is, just he's a thrower. Totally he's athletic, not, he's and not and so, Peyton Manning.
2: No. And you know, it's interesting that it took a collapse long to get this guy on the field. But once he got on the field, he's not getting off of
1: it. No, he's, he so, is de- he is by far, he's definitely the number two uh quarterback in fantasy. Like I said, I think he outranks, I think he outranks and takes that away from Patrick Mahomes now. Um, he just he has he has all the weapons he has all the athletic ability he looks like he has that rushing floor. We're never going to look at him as the same as a as a Jalen Hurts or a Trey Lance type as a no runner. no 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 he but doesn't have to be that he, he showed have that he has that. that rushing floor. Three hundred yards and three touchdowns is pretty dang good for for a quarterback. I'll take that out of my quarterback. and out of these quarterbacks
2: he was sacked thirty one times, which you know that's a. It's okay.
1: Well,
2: you know, it's not Russell Wilson getting sacked forty-eight
1: times and all that stuff. No, no, he's yeah, he's not David Carr with the Texans. You know, from a No, It's not David Carr time. who got sacked forty times. <laughs> he got, got eight
0: sacked like three right,
2: trillion So times. When when you think about it, because Mahomes had three hundred and eighty-one yards rushing, and he, we think of him of as being a far better rushing quarterback, but he only out him by eighty
0: yards.
2: Wow. So Justin Herbert is the man. Home, I,
1: I I love home, I love Herbert my only my only problem with him is, is that it it depends on your philosophy when you're taking a football team. now in, in dynasty you take a Josh Allen, a Justin Herbert take one of the younger guy younger guys and keep him forever but in a in a redraft situation now if you're looking at it it depends on yeah, your philosophy don't, don't of roster construction round, okay? it depends don't. on your philosophy of roster construction if you're one of those guys that thinks i i want to just get one of the top quarterbacks and not worry about it and and have and and grab the points that that guy gives me and then settle for less at another position either receiver or running back then then herbert then you can you can justify taking him where you got to take him at 36, like you said, third round, may possibly fourth round. But
2: yeah, if you're yeah. one of those if people that draft, wants to wait. He's not yeah. getting to the fourth round. No. I'm telling you that right now.
1: So that the price you have to take him, you have to ask yourself, what's your what's your philosophy on roster construction? Do you need one of those top quarterbacks? Do you want one of them? And where can you settle? Do you think you're strong enough drafting, say wide receivers enough, that you're going to get the value to make up for that later on? Or are you content to wait? for one of those guys down lower, like Jalen Hurts or Tom Brady, who scored a ton of points last year, but are going later in drafts than, than Justin Herbert is. So I, you could make an argument either way. It depends on your drafting philosophy and how, how good you think you are at drafting. Um, You know, I'm willing to take a shot on him in the third round, uh, depending on my positioning. If I'm a high third round pick, eh, I'd probably take somebody else and, and wait down the line.
2: Well, maybe if you're at the top of the draft and you can maybe slide them into the, you know, at the turn, going in the fourth round, and that's right. that's value,
1: something like that. Yep,
2: something like that. So we're we're uh, we're coming up against the time limit, but uh, I want to get these guys in here. So as far as wide receiver, okay, Mike Williams. Everybody is in on Mike Williams this year, big time. Mm-hmm. And so, Dale, are you buying that?
0: Oh, I'm I'm buying that for sure. Yeah, I, I'm I'm buying Mike Williams. You know, Keenan Allen seems he seemed to kind of regress, yeah. this this uh, this past season, and 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 if only for that reason, that you know, I'm 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 definitely sold on the on Mike. So, Williams. Do, do you flip the
2: two of them, Mike Williams over Keenan Allen?
0: I think so. I, I think okay. I think he's ready to do that. Um, you know, and. What do you guys think about Gerald Everett, the former Rams tight end?
1: Uh, you know, th- th- here's the thing. Here's the thing with with he's Gerald got rescued Everett.
0: out of Seattle, so we'll just say that.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't he can't do worse <laughs> than he did in, in Seattle, and that's so. No. It's not that he played poorly; it's just that it's, no, like is, we well, said, as Seattle e. All does not establish
0: Russell Wilson don't throw to the tight end.
1: No, he had some
0: good moments with the Rams, uh, you know, but.
1: I'll tell you what, they are going to be a tough red zone team to defend. I mean, they've got, they, we know that they've got talent across the board anyway, but between now Everett and Williams in, in, the, in the red zone, a couple of big targets like that, uh, they're going to be scary that way. Um, interestingly, when I did my rankings, uh, my first set of rankings, it shook out that I had Allen and Williams ranked at 18 and 19. I have them back to back. Now, that's a little different than what their their typical ADP yeah. is. Williams yeah. is typically, the chart that I have, that's right on form, 19. But I have the chart that I've been looking at has Keenan Allen as ADP wide receiver 10. And that's exactly I what have, I have, Chase. No, if you, 10, if you, yeah.
2: Mike Williams is at 15. If you I look think at my rankings. 10 is, a, is high. If you look at my rankings,
1: you'll see that I have a red avoid by Keenan Allen. I I need to couch that in a little bit. of. When you look
2: at the numbers, Chase. Right. Because Mike Williams caught 30 fewer passes Mm -hmm. last year, Mm -hmm. but he had more yards and he had more touchdowns.
1: No, I, I, I don't think that people need to avoid Keenan Allen on their teams. What I'm saying with that avoid is that I think that for equivalent production, which is what I see them giving you, you're getting better value out of taking Mike Williams where you can get Mike Williams. You will have to pay a higher price to get that same production out of Keenan Allen. So exactly. that's where the avoid comes in on my rankings for, for Keenan Allen. I love Keenan Allen. I was as a football player. I wish he was on my team. He had 106
2: catches. How could you he's not a, like
1: he's a beautiful <laughs> football player, but at the price you're going to have to pay for him. And at the price you can get Mike Williams for, Williams is the better value, in my opinion. Especially like you said, Dale, after, you know, Allen is getting older. After last season, he's getting older. Mike Williams is is young and ascendant. Plus, they have Jalen Guyton and Joshua Palmer behind them, who are both explosive, capable football players. Josh Mm -hmm. Palmer's on a lot of people's sleeper teams this year. Mm -hmm. He's on a lot of people's sleeper rankings this year.
0: All right, so
2: Austin Eckler. First round pick. Yes. Yeah. Five,
0: PPR yes. gold. PPR, <laughs> PPR gold. That's PPR. right. If
2: you're in PPR leagues and, you know, Dale, we just revealed that I'm at number five in our draft. Right. I'm praying that Austin Eckler is still there. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but he's, he's, he's at number four at the right running back rankings. I would put him a little higher than that, even higher. He's got to go in the top four picks to me.
1: Oh, my! I have I have him ranked at, at running back five. Um, I'm not worried that Isaiah Spiller is going to take over for him at any point this year unless he gets hurt. You know, right. uh, you know Isaiah Spiller's entire fantasy value in terms of redraft, in terms of this season, is going to hinge on the ankles and knees of of Austin Eckler. As long as those hold out, Isaiah Spiller's an afterthought for this. Year in dynasty formats, I think Isaiah Spiller is a beautiful pickup because I think that he has the ability. He he looks like he has the ability to step into the Eckler role after post Austin Eckler. Um,
2: Isaiah Spiller's at number sixty-five.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, i've I've got him ranked. I've got him ranked highly. Uh, I've got him higher than that anyway. I've got him at forty-eight right now, going into the season because I think he does have value in case Eckler goes down, and Eckler has gone down in the doesn't past. really
2: doesn't have anything back of him. No. Yeah, had Justin Jackson from last Justin year. Justin
1: Jackson's gone. Joshua Kelly
2: gone.
1: is Joshua yes. Kelly is, is who he is. Um, yeah. Isaiah right. Spiller's <laughs> the shiny new toy. If Isaiah if 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 Eckler goes down, Isaiah Spiller takes that role and, and he will have value in that role. And running backs typically have a, an easier time fitting in early in their career and, and, and younger in their career. But I've got Eckler ranked at number five. His ADP is number two. Uh, if you if you were excited about him that, that way, take him at two. You can't. go I would wrong. If You get him in the top I've, five. I'm
2: taking over CMC Adele, I, and Dale. You know what I you and I have pick. talked about this
1: Derrick, a
0: million times over. And, and Derek Henry as well. You think or? Well,
1: yeah. I I don't have him ranked higher than those two, mm-hmm. um, but however. If you are more comfortable with it, it's your team and take the comfort. I, I have Christian McCaffrey ranked as my RB four, and I have a red avoid right next to his name because I've been <laughs> burned too many times by him. I drafted he, the number both. one overall.
0: I both drafted the him number one overall last season. And as just, as uh, you saw, you know, in the
2: introduction right there, mm-hmm. I took CMC as my very first dynasty yeah. pick. Yeah. Okay. And it had every reason to do so. Right. And then he went out. And had a season for the ages. He's yep. yeah, and, and then you know he's Thought been a broken wheelbarrow yeah. ever since then. Yep.
1: The problem with the problem with him is that if he comes to you at a certain point, you have to jump on the on the potential right. in the first round. But I Late don't think round, I don't think maybe, you're I don't maybe. think you're locked into having to take him at
2: number five. five I'm not taking CMC.
1: I have him ranked at number four. I'm not necessarily taking him in the top four picks, which might sound contradictory to some people, but. At a certain point, what it means is at a certain point, you have to take his value. You In the first jump on
2: round, it. my philosophy is you take the player that has the highest floor possible. Okay? Absolutely. Because if you mess up that, as Dale, as you were well aware, because you took CMC a year ago, and then you were behind the power curve the whole rest of the season, yeah. trying to make up for everybody else's first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, but as this, this is Dynasty, you know, like I, I'm stuck with CMC. Okay? It's just the way it is,
1: and you're probably so, not getting as much out of him. If you if you want to offload him, you're not going to get as much out right? of it as you probably think you might. And, and
2: you know, this guy that my league actually came to me and said, "Hey, he made some ridiculous offer. I'm not taking that nonsense." Right. And then so I turned right around and made another ridiculous offer right back to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and you know, now if you want toxic. this guy, come and get him. Yeah. And of course, he turned it down, which I respect him for doing that. But uh, yeah, we're, we're on CMC, but as uh, Austin Eckler. I'm taking him at number five. If he's available, there's no yeah, question he, in my mind. Yeah. Particularly yeah. PPR. Absolutely. At PPR.
1: Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He, he you know, carries he, even more value in a PPR league. Yes.
2: Yeah. It, it goes to skyrockets through the roof half PPR. or
1: full PPR. you Yeah. He's, he is a top five pick. Okay. So
2: we are coming towards the end of the show. So, where do we place these four teams that's what I want to know mm-hmm. does it go Kansas City where, where what what position do we put in these teams Dale? Wow. who wins that's, the division this year
0: that's you know that's that's rough a lot there's so many factors like we were talk, talking earlier you know how does how does Russell Wilson pan out in his first season in Denver how you know what that's going to be like, we don't know. I mean, if 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 you know, if he's Russell Wilson, the one we know and love, um hey. you know, <laughs> they could be really good. They, they, you know, they you know, um, I think, I think you still got to go with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they they, they have a. Do really the
2: Chargers strong. finally make the playoff after teasing for so
0: long? Yeah, I agree. I agree on that. You think oh, so, jace I mean, What do you think? I, I, th-
1: I think the I think the Chargers win the division. I love the defensive upgrades they made. They did not just, I mean, the AFC West was an arms race and everybody, Oh, we got Russell Wilson. Oh, we got, we brought in Juju Smith-Schuster. And Oh, we brought in this guy. But they were the team that really looked like they went out and concentrated on the defense to defend the other three teams. They have to play in that division. I love the upgrades they made there. I love, I love the ability that they have there. Like you said, they were one play away last year from making the playoffs. I think Herbert takes a step forward and taking a step forward is a scary proposition for the rest of the league. If Justin Herbert gets better. Um, I like the chargers to win the division. I like the chargers, then the chiefs. I like the Broncos after that. And I like the Raiders last. And I, I, my biggest thing about the Raiders finishing last, they've got a new, they've got a new coach. They've got that porous offensive line, but I think if they can get that sorted out, there's no reason they can't bubble up to the top in the next couple of years. Um, they've still, they're they still going to have a, several years of Derek Carr and several years of, of Devontae Adams, several years of those weapons. Um, but for this year, I see Chargers, Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders.
2: All right. So that is going to bring us to the end of this Belly at Fantasy Live Football Dynasty edition. And uh Dale, i would like to thank you for coming on. Thank
0: and, you. Dale. it's uh, good to meet you. Yeah, no yeah you thank you know,
2: you too. like I said, you 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 were the introduction to me to fantasy football. So, and <laughs> you and I've had discussions to plenty about fantasy football, so I know you know what you're talking about. So it was great having you on the show today. Great. And so, uh, Chase, let us know where you can be found out there.
1: All right, well, like I said at Sdt chase FFB on Twitter. You can find me there, find my fantasy football takes on that and, and thoughts on life and everything else. Um, as I mentioned repeatedly on the show, uh, my first, uh, pre or my first draft rankings, my first preseason rankings came out this, this week. You can find those on the belly up fantasy, uh, sports.com and, uh, you know, keep an eye out for, for team previews. I'll have team previews of plenty coming out here between now and the beginning of the season. So.
2: All right, so so Dale, now that you've gone national, you're not on Twitter, are you, Dale?
1: <laughs> I'm
2: not. Okay, you might want to get on there, you know, create yourself a, you know, because now you, your national brand now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Nationwide,
1: so, like as you,
2: Speaking of Twitter, you can always find me at Kevin62wilsea, and uh, we, uh, my wife and I, are finishing up our anniversary week. So, I was quiet this week. There are still a couple of articles that I did that are out there as far as fantasy baseball are concerned. And uh, I will be back on the, on the beam with another article coming out this week. There is no fantasy baseball show this evening. Uh, Vince is out on the road, I guess. and um, so, But we will, will be next week, so you can be sure about that. And uh, just throw it out there about fantasy baseball. Thursday is the trade deadline and ESPN league. Okay. So if you're looking at making any trades in fantasy baseball, you got to do it before Thursday noon Eastern time. All right. All right. So having said all that, thanks for everybody for joining us and we will see you next time. Hopefully, Andrew, you will be with us once again.
1: (laughs) Andrew will be here and we'll be talking the NFC West. We saved the best for the last.
2: that's right. And then we'll be finished with our uh, divisional, our uh, look. Uh, divisional victory. previews. Yep. That's yep. right. So, and um, you know, I'm a Seattle guy, so I have to say I'm not really looking forward to it. <laughs> 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 Just yeah. like when I went on TSS Fantasy, when we were talking about the Seahawks, it was not a pleasant experience. You know, Smith. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. my own that's my cross to bear right, right now. All so right. anyway, so we will see you all next Sunday, remember eleven AM Eastern, ten central, and everybody have a great week.
1: Solange
0: Yes.